0: For if you were cut from what is by nature a wild olive tree and grafted contrary to nature to a cultivated one, how much more will they who belong to it by nature be grafted back into their own olive tree? I do not want you to be unaware of this mystery, brothers, so that you will not become wise in your own estimation. A hardening has come upon Israel in part until the full number of the Gentiles comes in. For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. My topic today is really very simple. Throughout the Old Testament, God speaks about how precious Israel is to Him. But they created a problem for themselves in St. Paul's day that continues on through today. The problem they created is a lack of belief in Jesus as the Messiah. As Christianity spread across the Mediterranean, The early Christians became something the Jews grew to hate. That may be too strong of a word, but the Christians were kicked out of the synagogues. St. Paul, before his conversion, was a well-known persecutor of the early faith. So, when we read about this chapter in Romans, we hear St. Paul talking about how the Jews of his day have been cut off. We don't have that reading for the Mass, but that is why I chose the first part of what I quoted. For some reason, those who put together the, the lectionary for us decided to skip over this analogy of St. Paul about the olive trees, one cultivated and one wild. Um, the Jews were the cultivated and the Gentiles were the wild, in case you couldn't guess. But this analogy informs us why St. Paul used the sentence I, that I quoted that was from our reading, for the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. He was referring here to his own people. He writes about the fact that the Jews, stepping away from belief in the Messiah, opened the door for the Gentiles to come to believe in Jesus, to be grafted into the family of God. He goes on to ask a question. If the Jews falling away enabled some of the Gentiles to be added, what will be the result if the Jews return? The church has not been entirely successful in bringing the world to Christ. We've had good times and bad in accomplishing that evangelization. But what if the Jews were to turn to Jesus? For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. We cannot force conversions. That has been tried in some places and times in history of the church, with devastating results. But some people, based on this section of Paul's letter to the Romans, suggest that there will be some sort of a major conversion of Jewish people to believe in Jesus just before the return of Jesus at the end of time. Remember the opening line of the first reading, Observe what is right, do what is just, for my salvation is about to come, my justice about to be revealed. I think we are close to seeing God's salvation. I think we are about to see some major conversions. I think we are also going to continue to see some people falling away. Pope St. John Paul II prayed for an a new evangelization at the turn of the century, 20-some years ago. We have been trying to build that new evangelization in our modern church, but it has not been very effective. This is part of the drive that Archbishop Lucas wants us to make as we consider the motto of the Archdiocese, One Church, Encountering Jesus, Making Disciples, Living Mercy. And we have added here at Midtown Catholic, Sending Apostles. Saul's conversion to Paul was a movement by Jesus himself. I believe we need to work at evangelization, but I do not think it will happen well until God makes the move to transform our society. I think we are coming close to seeing that salvation, that movement of God. How ready are we to receive people who are crying out to know Jesus? I remind you again of something I mentioned before. Do you have your story for why you believe in Jesus ready to tell someone else?